This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to DSC's Untamed Heritage, the unique blend of hunting, conservation, and the outdoor lifestyle. Delivered in an entertaining and informative fashion as only a veteran outdoorsman can do. DSC's Untamed Heritage is brought to you by Dallas Safari Club. Conservation, education, protecting hunters' rights. Hornady, accurate, deadly, dependable. Trigicon, brilliant aiming solutions. Texas raised hunting products, the scent gods. Burnham Brothers Game Calls, calling his calls made. Double nickel taxidermy, where hunting memories are preserved. Now here's your host, Larry Wysoon. What a great opportunity to sit down this morning with Miss Carrie Meadows. Miss Carrie, you wear many hats at DSC, I understand. That's very and true. I, I, I see you around at different things that we do, and I see your name at different places. What is? I know that you're very much involved with Camp Talk, among yes. other things. So my title is Managing Editor um, slash Awards Coordinator. Oh, so, my gracious. Yes, exactly. Um, so Camp Talk's our monthly newsletter. So that means every month I have a new deadline for Camp Talk. And that includes, you know, anything from a hunt report that we might get to what's happening with the convention or, you know, an update from corporate sponsors or anything that's going to pass through. If it's a press release um, to, I call it fun science news. Maybe other people (laughs) call it boring, exciting new science news. And... um, so, yeah, I mean, and we have our, you know, member content in there, too. So we try to fit a lot in a, you know, 20-page newsletter. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's absolutely a, a fantastic publication. Yeah. It's also available online now, isn't it? It is. It's on our website, um, so anyone can check that out anytime, yeah. Right. Yeah. And they can do that by going to... Yeah, you go to big de- biggame.org, and there's a media tab on there, and you can um, you can find it under publications, yeah. 
DSC has got a great diversification of members in terms of hunting experience to the people who are just now maybe even thinking about getting into hunting to those who have hunted a lot of places all over the world. You mentioned a member story. Of course, yeah. So, you know, we have our quarterly magazine, Game Trails, which I have the, it's a full color magazine, so it has those long feature stories and it features, you know, nice photographs and members' stories there. But if you have a shorter one, you're like, you know, maybe I don't know if there was a, a huge story in there. We sometimes call them hunting moments. Right, so, you know, right, it's right, kind right. of more digestible. It's like a quick glimpse into something cool that happened. Or maybe you had a, uh, you saw something else that wasn't, you know, directly related to the hunt. And it made you look up something afterwards. And you're like, hey, that was cool. I didn't know about that. I think Camp Dog is just a great place to put those smaller stories. I do, too. I think in the last one, there was a story about uh, the gentleman that hunted bear, black bear in Oklahoma. It, and exactly. I think a lot of people even have no idea that there were black bear available to be hunted yeah, you know, in when, any numbers. When that came in, I was almost wondering if it was going to be one of those... Uh, you know, I remember my grandfather told me, and you're like, you know, hey, that's great, too. We love oh, those, absolutely, kind of, yes. those kind of stories. So we opened it, and Jay and I both were like, oh, hey, no, there's something here. This is this is definitely not what we were expecting. And um, and I know if we're not expecting it, other people who aren't from around here aren't going to expect it either. So um, Exactly. How would... Describe to me, okay, I'm, I'm a member, and mm-hmm. you mentioned some very interesting things there about uh, maybe you were on a hunt and you saw something that was totally disrelated yes. from the hunt, yet it made an impression upon you. Yes. What's the best way to parlay or to get to, to sit down and write a story, a short story, a long story, yeah. whatever? You know, what, how do you suggest people do that? Maybe they're not experienced exactly. writers. So I, I'm a, I come from a, a science background, so my, my thought is always to just maybe do bullet points. You know, just you write one thing, you're, you know, it, it's 7 a.m. and I just heard something, and then you have, like, a few follow-up bullet points. We can work with that. And, you know, even if you send something in that is kind of written, like, not a diary entry. We're not right, going to go right. that rudimentary. But, you know, if you have a couple sentences of something you saw that was cool and you had a photo, or maybe you don't have the exact photo, but it's the area where you saw something or heard something or learned something. Um, that's really all it takes. It's super simple. And how do they how do they get this to you? And then I want to come back to oh, something sure. about photos. As well. Oh sure. Oh sure. I I have one of those um, harder names to spell. So if you just email me my, my first name at biggame.org. So that's Carrie K A R R I E at biggame.org. Right. It's, it's not as, as as easy as you know Nate or Corey, but <laughs> I always have to spell it a few times. But uh, yeah, it's really easy. And you know anything that gets sent to info at biggame.org. We'll get to You're us gonna in get public. To see as well, yes. too. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe if nothing else, if they, somebody had something <laughs> yes. happen, then they just yes. want to do a sentence, almost yes. like I used to do with queries, where yeah. I'd send a query letter, exactly. which we did That's, years ago. That, so, yes. You know, with maybe a, like a lead-in sentence yes. or a description, and and uh, so. God, I had this unbelievable experience kind yes, of thing. Yeah, and, and and sometimes even things that aren't that exciting are still cool to someone who might not, you know, if you're in, I don't know, New Mexico, someone who's in Maine, you know, might never experience that exactly. or haven't recently and now they want to. So, yeah. So the, the, the world is wide open in that respect. Yes, <laughs> and that's how I feel like I always view things, and I Sometimes I, it's like a small fact or something, but I'm like, that's so cool. You know, you don't hear that every day. Exactly. And, and that's why I've, the many hats things can get overwhelming. I was just looking at the website stuff when you 
came in here and it's just like, okay, let's switch gears. Let's, let's talk to some people as opposed to staring at the back end of the website, you know? I, um, I want to touch on photographs yeah. real quick and then I want to come back to something else again that she just, just, just brought up. But, uh, what, what about photography? So, um, you know, anyone who has a pho- iPhones now are so are oh so print gracious. friendly. The ph- so the photography yeah. that people are getting off iPhones yes. is unbelievable. And I say iPhone, even though I have an Android, so there's definitely oh, okay. no hate okay. to the Android <laughs> world as well. But um, you know, if if you just have uh, you know a couple photos, that's what Cam Talk's great for too, because we can make a story out of two photos. You know, Game Trails kind of has to have a lot of different things going right. on, but. Um, yeah, anything can really work now. Even if we have to make it a little smaller to, you know, adjust to a smaller size photo, we, we can probably make it work. Interesting, interesting. And I, I had a thought that I was going to ask you, and unfortunately it's no. kind of fleeted well, by the wayside. We, we also but, have the photo contest yes, to okay. wear the awards right. hat for a second. Is, yes, let's do that. Yeah, yes. so for the 2021 Contest that ends, you know, the 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 end of January is the deadline. Any photo taken in 2020 um, can be submitted for that. And we have a, a couple different categories: hunting and fishing, one wildlife, the um, other category, which could be you know anything. And we even have a mobile mobile device, um, one for straight from the cell phone. So if you don't have, you know, a, a super deluxe camera or anything, you could still, um, you know be a top photo um, yes, regardless. I, as as yeah. you were saying to me, some of the, the photos I've seen recently shot on phones, I'm going, my gosh, and I wish yeah, I could have shot exactly. that kind of photo exactly. in years past yes. with, with the 35 millimeter things that we were shooting at the time. And, and honestly, even um, the amateur photo, uh, photographers now are, are really creating some fantastic images. I mean, a simple crop of a photo, even if you, you, you pull out your camera really fast to grab something, if you take just a few moments to crop out something on the edge, um, you can really get a fantastic image. I mean, I, I don't get to judge, I just get to kind of, you know, sit on the committee, and I watch some of those photos go through, and I'm like, wow, these aren't even professionals, you know, this is just our members being outside. I think that's one of the important things to remember. Years ago, we didn't have the phones that right. you have in your pocket all right. the time now or with you. But we used to carry cameras all the time. And to me, that was one of the important things that you yes. did. You, you carried some kind of photo recording device, if you will, yes. wherever yes. you went. Yeah. Because you never know when that opportunity, so very often, you know, gosh, I wish I'd had a camera with me. Well, now and, there's yes. really no excuse you do. And, and I and I am not as quick as, say, like my sister. I know she could see something and, and, and have it out, it out in a second. I still need to, like, find where I left it, you know, pull the camera up. So and there, there's still that, that hesitation that I have, too. But, um, yeah, that photo contest is, is pretty friendly to, you know, any members. And, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I saw some of the winning photographs not very long yes, ago. Yes, they were just published in the fall game. Yes, yes, that's the one. I, and some of those photos are absolute. Yes. I, I dare professional people who have right. years and years of experience to come up with one that will equal yes. what those photos were. Well, the, um, the wildlife category is always one of my favorites because, you know, some people could sit outside for, you know, whatever, 20 hours and never see it. But either you were lucky or you sat out there 50 hours to make it happen and, and you got that lucky shot. I mean, 
those things you can't plan, no, you know? No, And that's what I love about the photography, too. You, you mentioned the other awards. The, yes. There are some other awards oh, that yeah. we annually give yes. through DSC. So we, another member award is the Trophy Awards. Yes. And, and, and you have to be a member um, when you took when you the trophy. The yes. yes. Which, you know... Not to confuse anybody, but that that should, in fact, make it easier than you already know us and we could kind of get everything right. through. It's not meant to be a, an obstacle, you know. Um, but it's pretty simple. We have a form. And, you know, there's a couple things to check about the hunt, what, what, what you used, whether it was, you know, an archery or you know, whatever. And then there's a little bit of a description in there. But other than that, it's just it's just really filling it out. So it, it's super easy. And then you need a, a score sheet and a photo in the field. And... Um, yeah, that'll that'll sum that one up as well. And if you send that to info at or carry at Big Game, those those will both get to me. Um, yeah, and we have a youth category for yes. that one as well. So I always like to see those ones come. I in. love seeing them. Yes. As a matter of fact, I sit on the the, the trophy committee. Yes, somewhere. you do. <laughs> so you know, I get a chance to look at all those yeah. absolutely fantastic animals that yeah. are taken it, and. It's sometimes, honestly, it doesn't need to be. We look at the story involved. Oh it's not yes. People say, "Well, it, I, I, I just shot this animal, had an absolutely fabulous hunt. I worked my tail <laughs> yes, off, exactly. but it's not going to score all that high." Well, yeah. we'll take that into consideration because, to me, that's a big part of that yes. hunt is is what you did to attain that yes, animal, agreed. Or, as opposed to just go, "Well, there's a big animal bang." Yes, you know? so and we've in the past have even placed some lesser scoring animals over others and to me that's kind of the way it's supposed to be yesterday I had the absolutely fantastic opportunity as far as I was concerned to sit down (laughs) with you and Jay Cox and have lunch at an absolutely scrumptious Mexican food (laughs) place Tell me a little bit about your background, yeah. because I found it very interesting as we were visiting yesterday, and what I want to do is kind of where you came from and how you got to yes. where you are now. And it's definitely not a direct path, that's not for sure. Not a direct sure. path, okay. Um, <laughs> so I was born in New Jersey on the on the coast there, so I was always you know, interested in the marine marine life and that kind of coastal atmosphere, and you know, it just got me young. I just always thought it was cool. Um, so I was interested in marine science. That's kind of where my science, I guess, started. Um, and, uh, so I ended up studying geology in, in university. I went to University of Delaware and, um, I was doing different projects using, you know, ArcGIS and kind of getting in the background and the coding and really just hard data points. And it was cool seeing from those data points how you could find out different, um, you know, just characteristics of the way the earth moved, whether it was water, earth, you know, who who knows, air, whatever. Um, But I wanted to talk about it. You know, I didn't want to stay behind the computer and just keep crunching that data. And I never really saw myself as an extrovert type of person, (laughs) but I realized I really like to talk about science and math and those kind of things. So... I was like, I need to pursue that a little bit more. I realized Absolutely. that that was what kind of got my attention. And um, I ended up getting in contact with this woman who was doing a, leading a program in Switzerland. Um, and and she was interested in getting some more science-minded folks over to, um, you know, people who maybe grew up in the marketing world or, you know, they were interested in business and they never considered, you know, how the environment or science even fits into that world. And 
um, for me, it was always second nature. You know, I was always thinking about science. So I remember going in there and bringing up things to people and they were like, wow, I never thought of it that way. And you're like, I'm like, really? I didn't even think that that was that different, you know, but it is because some people just, you know, maybe they didn't have parents who studied right. science. It just, you know, they, if they were in the city or even just, you know, somewhere where it didn't cross their path. So, um, a part of that was to finish my master's was to do an international internship and somebody knew somebody and I ended up doing an internship in South Africa and, you know, I don't have one of those cool PH professional hunter internship stories, <laughs> but it was really cool down there and just yes. seeing a whole different way of life. And I had done um, an, another internship with um, dolphin research in Africa earlier, so I had kind of already seen a different side of culture. So I got to really dive into it more when I was there for that Liter internship. Literally and figuratively. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just realized there's a lot more out there. You know, even coming from science, I think you kind of understand there's always more to learn. And I think that really helped to keep my, like, open mind and realize right. there was more. And um, I had always been interested in Dallas because I'm a huge Dallas Stars hockey fan, even being from um, New Jersey. I picked them when I was younger, and my dad said, hey, pick anyone you want, but you can't just switch if they start losing or whatever. you got to stick to it. stick to it, yes. So, um, Good advice. Yes. So I said, you know what? I am finished my master's. My mom's moving from my hometown. I, you know, I'm going to try something new. So uh, I moved to Dallas. And I was looking for a job, and I remembered uh, months earlier I had been um, in Dallas, downtown, during January, and I was heading to the American Airlines Center to go to a hockey game, my first one, at home, to watch the stars. And um, we passed this big building, and it was lit up, and it said DSC on it. And I was like, you have to be pretty important to have this huge building lit up on <laughs> right. your behalf. And... Um, I just Googled it really quick in the car. My friend was driving, and it popped up. It's at Dallas Fire Club. And I just kind of made a note. was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So when I moved here, I was like, yeah, I remember that place. Let me just see what that's all about. And lo and behold, they were hiring. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Good for um, us. Yes. timing as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I can't remember the job description exactly, but it was talking about, I mean, communications. And I was like, oh, that's okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like, you know, international experience, you know, is a plus. And I'm like, okay, wow, okay, I've got I've that, that now. That's really <laughs> cool. And um, I remember coming in for my interview and um, I can't remember if it was the first day or the second time I came back in, but I spoke with John Patterson and, uh, you know, they were like, so, you know, this involves hunting, right? And I was like, yeah, I do. And I have zero experience in that, but, um, I know it's scientifically backed, and that is where my, yes. you know, loyalties lies right. to science. So <laughs> you don't have to convince me. I already believe it, not believe, you know, but I'm already on board. Um, and I remember him telling me about just how rhinos, like the, the relationship of how, uh, just like the male dominance of, of you know, the, the growing older mm -hmm. male relationships. That was something I'd never heard of. I mean, even when I was in South Africa, there were so many species to talk about that yes. I got surface level of so many. Right. And that was the first time I ever had a conversation like that. And I was like, this is something I want to be a part of. That was really mind opening. And I, I love learning new things. And I was like, this is a place where 
this is an opportunity I'm going to learn a lot. And, you know, now, I mean, that was, I just had my four-year work anniversary. So in that time, I've really learned, I can't even tell you how many things, millions of things. And, and I even enjoy going out there and shooting and stuff myself now. So I think you brought a, a very interesting perspective yeah. to what was needed, quite, yes. quite frankly. Now, the, now, you mentioned hunting. Yeah. You got to hunt this past year, and that's I where did. I wanted to. Or I know that it was you, and you may have done it earlier. Yes. But I know this year, this past year, that you went down to South Texas. You did, hunting. yeah. And it kind of uh, came together quickly, so it wasn't like not that I was going to back out, but it didn't right. have chance to like overthink it or anything. It was like you know we're we're going to do this. This is happening, and you know it's one of those things where we're like, okay, I, I'm I was always a huge hiker, and you know geology field work was way up there so I've been outside you know right. oh absolutely but I also from that I know when you're not prepared to be outside like you could it end up with some yeah some <laughs> not great situation so I was like man gotta make sure I have the right clothes the right socks the right you know I don't know everything hair tie make sure my hair's up you know sunglasses the whole the whole thing so I didn't have too much time to overthink which I think really ended up helping me in the long run um you know, I wondered what it would be like when I was, you know, finally behind the gun myself. And I had read a couple, um, I guess, social science articles where they kind of try to get into the mind right. of a hunter. And I'm like, I don't know. Do I have that mind? I don't know. And, um, you know, once we got out there and I had sat at a blind a, a couple times and I had never the opportunity to shoot never happened. Right. So I had sat in a blind. I was used to that part. And, uh, I think it was the second day we were out there and it was, it was in the evening. And, um, you know, I knew there was like say an hour left before, before sunset. So I'm like, Oh, here it goes. Another day, (laughs) another time I sat out here and just, you know, just never had the chance. And then all of a sudden it was like, shh, shh, shh. I'm like, Oh gosh, Oh God. Oh gosh, it's going to happen. But you have to be quiet. And I didn't want to get too excited. And, you know, because at any moment they could just dash the uh, other way. Absolutely. So, particularly um, in that country, disappeared. Yes, early too. yes. So, um, I, you know, I wondered. I didn't have time to wonder too much right then if I would, you know, if I could do it or not. And I, I don't want to say it felt natural because I was still really awkward trying to get my placement and you know remember to to breathe and hold the gun properly and everything. Right, right. Thank gosh I had two people in there with me to talk me through it, of course. <laughs> Could never have done it on my own. Um, but it really just felt like I didn't feel like I was out of place. Or You weren't. It, it is. It's, yeah. it's a very natural thing. Yes. And um, I've heard people say that, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> it sounds like something in a book or right. a movie. But I really did feel that way, and... Um, it definitely is the type of thing, like, once you do it, you want to go back. And, I mean, I had grown up, I think a few friends of a friend had been hunting, and you know what it is. You, you know, I, it's not like I was like, oh, what's that? What is hunting? But to be out there doing it myself was was definitely not what I was picturing when I heard about someone else doing it. In my mind, I had no idea how much was involved in it. Like, I would have thought then... If I had decided to go, I could just go and and go do it. But there's just so many steps and levels to get there. I mean, I had never heard of, like, a hunter education course. You know, right. I, I didn't know you had to do any of that, let alone get 
get a license or and figure out where you can go you know if it's your your own land I guess that's different but you know public land or whatever you really have to try it's not that easy um which but is was, it worth it oh absolutely <laughs> I I can't wait to go again and it's one of those things where um I know I'm still I wouldn't even novice is too strong a word I couldn't go out there by myself so it's it's, it's a continual learning yes, process yes. and I've, I've been hunting all my life yeah and I love every moment I can't wait for the next opportunity yeah and it, it, it has to do with so many different things but that learning has a big part of it because yeah. every time I go out I seem to learn something about nature about the animals I'm hunting uh and quite often learn something about myself as well right and and I I'm I'm a, I'm a big reader, so I like to just I can I can be quiet and you know just sit and focus on small things right. and you know so so that wasn't an issue for me or anything. But it really is in in those times I feel like when you you just you forget about everything else and it, no, I don't escape from reality just sounds so so t- overused, but it really is just I feel like you get something else out of life doing that and not that everyone some people don't like going outside and that's fine that's right i feel like it really unlocks a different part of yourself i agree with you i think you're exactly right i've been very fortunate both my i grew up in a hunting family my my wife doesn't hunt yeah she's spent a lot of time out in the field with me over the years but she could care less about the actual hunting side of things she enjoys venison hey Uh, there you go my daughters are great hunters my grandkids are that way but to me the importance of all that was of getting them out i wanted them to have that opportunity to decide Mm -hmm. is this something i enjoy is this something the other side of that was is and to me that's important about getting people into the field Mm -hmm. hunting is for them to have a better understanding i want them to make their decision rather than somebody says well hunting is bad you shouldn't do this how dare you hunt those guys I think as a human being, we have that innate desire yes. to pursue animals in a lot yes. of different time. And some of us allow that to come to the surface, and some of us try to repress it. Right. But to me, it's pretty much always there. Yeah. The Like, I know now, if I, or, you know, previously, if I had mentioned to my mom or my sister and said, like, you guys are going to go hunting, they would be like, that is something so foreign, so crazy, <laughs> never. But now I feel like, especially because I could explain it to them a little bit right. more and be like, you know, remember when we went on that hike? You know, remember this, remember that? I feel like it would be a way to, because I've done it now, that they feel more um, like they could do it. It doesn't feel like something that's, you know, in New Jersey, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the you know crazy yeah, people yeah, in the, the north or something. Yeah, I think you're some of that. And I think some people are, are simply intimidated to, oh, to a point, And they really don't need to be. We visited yesterday a little bit, too. I'm, I'm working somewhat with Tim Fallon with the mm-hmm. FTW Ranch, where they do the Sportsman All-Weather All-Terrain Marksmanship. And they've got a new hunter's program Yes, that you're going to be one of the people I in. I think it and sounds amazing. And what what the entire purpose is, is there's a lot of folks these days who may want to get into hunting or maybe they're not sure, but maybe they purchased a gun because they were concerned about self-protection or whatever. 
And now they've got this gun, and now they're also wondering with some of the things we faced last year, uh, am I going to have food for my family? Right. So now this is, will be an opportunity. And exactly. what basically what we'll do with that is to take somebody that maybe has never even held a gun right. or has had, maybe like you, they've yeah. had some opportunities, yeah. but maybe they've never even held a gun, but they've always kind of been interested or now particularly interested and take them through the entire process of from the gun to yeah. the field to taking the animal to taking that animal apart and, yep. and properly and yep. then preparation of the food properly and learning along the exactly. way about why this is important and learning about some of the habits of the animals as well Agreed. too. And I think that's one of the biggest barriers is even if there is that interest there, you know, where do you go? Where do you start? Right. If you don't if you're you don't have someone directly in your life who's done it, I mean you have so many questions or you don't even know what questions to ask <laughs> that's a big part I, I, like I said I grew up in a hunting family and one of the things that we also talked about a little bit yesterday you and Jay and I and in some of the publications that we're doing and maybe some of the websites and that yeah. kind of thing is, is really going for me going back to the total basics of you know the different parts of the gun and why yep. this is important and why the fit of the gun is important and and what about choosing ammo about choosing right. scopes or any of those things to where we're going to try to take some of that very basic information and be able to provide it for, to people who now all of a sudden exactly. go you know maybe I, I really need to get out and hunt for yes. my family and i don't know too much about the program but the just being around other people who are new too, I think that That's helps. That's a big deal. Yeah, because I know, you know, I love when pe- how many people have offered to take me here. You know, mentioned it, but Perfect. it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm not even that far yet. Like, I need you to even take it back further. Like when I say beginner, I mean, you know. Beginner. <laughs> like, yeah. Start so, with the B and not the yeah, yes, exactly. Halfway through. Um, and I think just being around other people, like, they might be able to articulate something that, and I'm like, you know, I'm confused about this. And then someone explains it. It's like, no, no, not that. Exactly. Right, exactly. And so, you know, it's just like when you're in a classroom and someone asks a question, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm sure someone else has that question too. You're not well, the only and one. Well, I will tell you this much about the instructors that will be involved in this particularly on the on the hunt on the shooting side and they're hunters as well too. Yeah. These guys are some of the most fantastic instructors I've ever been around. Exactly. Uh, I've been there when they've taken old several people who've never yeah. held a gun before. Exactly. And, or, or maybe it's it's a wife or a spouse or a child mm-hmm. and they're in particularly certain ages children are asking all kinds of questions, thank God. Yes, exactly. And they're asking questions a lot of time that the adult that's standing over really wants to know yes. but he, he, he doesn't want to ask. Yes, so, or feels like they so, should know already yeah. or something. And so yeah. to me when you get this kind of a group together uh, and like I said I, I know all the people involved on the instruction side of it they thrive on on those kind right. of things. Yes, exactly. And I I love that they're creating that environment to take that to the to the first level. There, I think it's going to be really great. Miss Carrie, before we close this thing out, uh, again, I want to let people know how they can get in touch with you. Whether it's 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 something relative to DSC, of course, or yeah. particularly in terms of what we were talking about earlier, whether it's photography, mm-hmm. the awards program, yep. or a short story. with the. Camp Talk yeah, or Camp Talk yes, Online or any yeah. of those. How do, again, tell me how to best get in touch with you yeah. and to present you with ideas. Yeah. Email me anytime. Thoughts. If there's something even you you want to see more of or, you know, wish we did, just let me know. I love new ideas. And, um, 
you know, even if you just want to have a conversation about it, just email me at Carrie at biggame.org. So that's K-A-R-R-I-E at B-I-G-G-A-M-E dot org. Right. Two G's. Yes, two G's, <laughs> a K and two R's, and an E in my name. Oh, it, uh, it has to be difficult. <laughs> Miss Gary, thank you so very much. I can't wait to see you at the FTW later on. And, thank you. And, uh, I truly enjoy and appreciate everything you do for DSC. And, oh, thank and, uh, you. Thank you so very much. Appreciate it. DSC's Untamed Heritage is also brought to you by Texas Wildlife Association, working for tomorrow's wildlife today. Wildlife Systems, serving hunters and landowners since 1987. Kenetrek Boots, for the trail less traveled. Ruger, rugged, reliable firearms. Pyramid Air, your one stop for everything air gun. 